It's my life and it's now or never. I ain't gonna live forever. I just wanna live a normal life. It's my life. Life is like an open highway. I gotta sit it dead in my way. Yeah, that's you're recording that, say. right? Of course, I already. Okay, good. Why wouldn't yeah. I record yeah, good. my Bon Jovi? Yeah, I'm, re- I'm recording now, too, so that's good. We're good. both recording. Good. You might say that Nate, we're recording. You might. Maybe. Who knows? Is this the beer I'm drinking? Yeah, I was going to say what you what you drinking it's there. A, it's a tall boy. Um, Lag- I can see Lagunitas. Uh, oh. Hazy Memory Hazy IPA. Memory. Yeah, yeah, you like a hazy IPA? Sure, I guess. I, I got this one. IPAs. So IPAs I got, are fine. I got this one because it's a tall boy that uh, is 8%. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's how a, cool is that, good, right? Big, big boy. Yeah, that's a... All right, I'm using non-squeaky chair today. You ready for that? I already heard it make a bunch of noise. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm not sitting on that chair at all. Yeah, well, the chair you're sitting on is loud as shit. No, it's not. <laughs> stop Stop trying to give me chair anxiety, you asshole. Uh, I just, I know that you, I know that you, you have a tendency to fall for that, so. Fuck you. you know. <laughs> uh, here, uh, because because you said that, I, I wasn't going to sing this, this, but. Uh, it's my wife and I want to leave. Her vagin is like wizard sleeve. Fuck you. <laughs> Very nice. Not. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, hey, what's going on? I don't know. How's, how's your vagine? Uh, how's how's your penis? <laughs> is it like a wizard staff? No, uh, it's like a Mike Penis. <laughs> Mike Penis, indeed. Yeah. Mike Penis, indeed. By that, I I literally just mean I have uh, I have white pubic hair. Yeah, do you, I know he sh- he like definitely shaves all his pubic hair, like. Oh, for sure. I bet he has. I bet he is. He gets waxed. Yeah. He's a weird motherfucker. I, I bet. Dude. I bet his. I I actually bet he goes. Um, he goes to the, like the the salon and he's like, um, for my pubes, can you give me the Anderson Cooper? Is that a joke? <laughs> That's a fucking hilarious joke, yes. Okay, I don't get it. Anderson Cooper is a gay white hairs newscaster, and everyone knows Mike Pence is gay, uh, and ah. he's trying to look like Anderson Cooper. Okay. It's a political joke. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Listen. I mean, to, that's listen to the news cool. if you want to get my jokes, bro. <laughs> NPR News, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, for a second, I thought you were raising your arm, and I thought you were mm. going to show me an NPR news tattoo, and I was oh, going to be like, be, "Whoa!" Be sick, dog. Um, <laughs> no, uh, you know the the P in NPR stands for punchlines. Okay. Yeah. I, I I couldn't think of a funnier thing that the P could stand for. Penis. My wife. <laughs> Okay, I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, let's do an intro. 
Uh, all right, one sec. Let me get the. Can, can will you read my lines though? Like, I want to read yours. Do, do we want Intr- to introduce yourself as Spencer? Let's okay. do it. Come on. Oh, we should do like I'm not Spencer Hodge. Or I'm not Spencer Hodge, and I'm no, not. No, that's Brin- too complicated. No, it's, no, it's not. It's not too complicated. I, I already, do, you already lost me. I don't understand what we're doing. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah, you you be right, me okay. today. Are you, you ready? Me. You're, are, you're are, are you ready to do this? I'm ready to do it. Okay. Here we go. Hey, I'm Spencer, duh. And I'm Brit. Duh, since 2011, Buckethead has released 283 albums in his Pike series, and we are going to listen to them. Three at a time, brother. This is getting ahead. Buckethead. That was real That dumb. was the worst thing we've ever done. I like, hated why? it. Why? I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. As soon as you started talking, I was like, we're going to see this through, and I hate it. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, story of my life, dog. Like, Whoa. Oh, I saw a meme earlier today that was like, if you could see like a preview of what your life was going to be before uh, before life, you know? I would and it was pray just for like, abortion. Nah, man. <laughs> I ain't into this. Ooh, but... Pray for Abortion would be a sick death metal album. Right? Actually, that'd be a sick death metal band name. Pray for Abortion. Uh, That's pretty cool. Sure. That's pretty cool, dude. I, I like it better as an album title, but... Yeah. I could see I could see a band like Dying Fetus have that. Oh, yeah. As an album Definitely. title. Definitely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... I went to the store today, and um, according to the amount of corn chips and blue cheese that I buy, I am a family. <laughs> oh, ayo! No, that, that's great. I, I, you know, I'm something of a family myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like to buy the family size stuff. I, I, I'm big into the family size corn chips. Like, yeah. I like oh, to yeah. eat a lot of Juanitas? chips and salsa. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, family yeah. Oh, size Juanitas yeah. is what I'm. Uh, uh-huh. Was literally what I was referencing. See, that's the that's the business. Right Although, there. shouldn't it be familia size? <laughs> yeah, it really should. Yeah. So, okay, let me let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. So, my work, we have a number of custodians that work uh, for us that like clean our tables. And my work. Empty. <laughs> no. Um, uh, they they clean up after us basically, but but they're all really nice and we're we're nice to them. It's, it, we always like say hi. You to fucking them. better and be. A lot of them are of uh, Latin descent. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. I observe them speaking Spanish to each other, and uh, some some of my coworkers speak Spanish, so they know their names since I've been talking to them. And one of them recent. Well, so I I always say hola and gracias to them like mm-hmm. when they're cleaning just because like I know that, God, that, that I, I hope Spanish they're is their, their main language. And <laughs> okay, okay, that's what I'm getting at because like <laughs> one of the ladies who works with, for us, she's really sweet and she's really nice to me. Mm-hmm. But every time I say hola or gracias, she laughs at me. <laughs> yeah, because she's she pro- starts laughing Brazilian every time. or something, and she speaks Portuguese, <laughs> and she's like <laughs> white. <laughs> 
Yeah, like I, I'm not sure if I, if I'm committing a faux pas or she just thinks it's funny that I say that because like I'm I the mean, only white kid that's like gracias. Straight up, you're, <laughs> you're you're the white woman at like the Mexican restaurant. Oh, gras, gracias. Like they don't. Yeah, they, but it's like they, it means guess I what? mean so guess well. What? They speak English too. Some of them, not all of them speak English. I mean, they at least know thank you and hello. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's basic, because guess what? Guess guess how I know they know that? Because you know thank you and hello in their language. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And they're... they're Can't argue there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and it's like, I mean well, and I feel like they know that I mean well. Yeah, yeah, but so, still, like, like not... the Portuguese lady thinks you're a fucking doofus. <laughs> a well-meaning you know... doofus, but still a doofus. You either, you know, you either die a doofus or you live long enough to see yourself become a dingus. That's true. Or you were just born both. Raise his <laughs> hand. Ooh, I don't like that. I don't like it when people use that in Reddit comments, let alone real life. Listen, the listeners, our many, many international listeners, <laughs> couldn't hear me raise my hand because I'm not in the squeaky chair. And so, oh yeah, fair point. And so, I've got to tell them that I'm raising it. I've got to tell them every time I move now because you you don't have a sense of Britain's movement because the squeaky chair isn't in play here. So yeah, I can still hear your chair. I don't know what you're talking. Go about. fuck yourself. You can't hear <laughs> shit. I'm not even sitting on anything. I'm sitting on the fucking floor, butthole. I don't believe you. I'm not. I'm I'm just sitting on a very comfortable, quiet chair. Okay. All right, I'll have to take You're, your word for it. Shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> your chair's yelling at me something <laughs> very different than that. I'm. Um, I'm gonna. I'm okay, gonna let, let, hold on. Make you eat my Let's chair, talk for a fucker. second. <laughs> it's, it's too big of a meal for me. No, uh, you're gonna eat it in parts, even though it's leather. I know it's not vegan, but I'm gonna make you eat my fucking chair. I don't know about that. <laughs> too bad. Uh, let's talk more about when Reddit ends up in real life. Um, I don't like that, and it's it's rare. Me like either. I will, the only time I'll actually like reference it is like if someone's talking about something that's like kind of a deep dive, and I'm like, oh, have you checked out like the subreddit for that? Because you know, sure. If if yeah. they're that far into like a deep subject, I'm like, well, being nerdy with them isn't gonna like they're not gonna penalize me. At worst, they're gonna be like, oh, yeah. no, I haven't checked that out. That's cool though. Um, yeah, no, no. Like, I, I definitely have talked to uh, two people about subreddits. Right, right. Life. And mostly, yeah, I mean, sure. every time it's happened, it's been about the uh, Zach Wilde's Black Label Society subreddit. But... Whoa, hold on. I've not been to the BLS subreddit. Let's oh, yeah? talk about that. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a blessed hell reddit, man. I love that. <laughs> cool. Is that a joke you made or is that no, I real? just made that up. <laughs> okay, because that's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was pretty impressed with like when I was like, how am I going to... And then I just said it and I'm like, oh, that, that actually worked. That was a proper punchline. What the fuck? It, it was. It wasn't like... <laughs> So here's the thing, like I had to ask because that's the sort of dumb shit. Like I could definitely see mm-hmm. that see yeah. existing. You like know? It, it and like it flows really well, which I didn't even mean to do. <laughs> I just said it. And I'm like that actually sounds like the real title. What the fuck? <laughs> what did I do? Did I did I say something clever? Wait, <laughs> ha- have you been to a BLS subreddit? 
No, I was joking about that. I, I don't know if what one even fuck? exists. God, what is my life? The lies from you. I, I hate this. Hey, uh, dude, jo- jokes are just lies that are funny. That's it. <laughs> like, name the last joke you've heard that actually like, fucking that happened. Make sense. No, name the last. So if a lie is funny, it's just a joke, even though it's a lie? Well, I mean, if, if the intent is a joke and not actually, like, deceiving the person. Okay, well, intent changes things. Yeah, because I didn't Clearly. intend for you to actually think that, like, I referenced uh, um, Black Label Society subreddits. You, you actually, you need to look up right now and, and find out if there is an actual <laughs> BLS subreddit. Because <laughs> you need to right? click it. You need to, re- <laughs> we need to figure out if it's called that or not. Because it, it very well could be. And if it is... I don't know. Like you're just broken in a really beautiful way. (laughs) The world needs to know. (laughs) Black label society. uh, No, it's just black label society. R R slash black label society. And uh, the, the header is black label society SDMF, which uh, stands for, I believe society dwelling motherfucker. Is that correct? Oh, oh, I haven't heard that in a long time, but I guess you're I right. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Brit. Yeah. Brit. We live in a black label society. Yeah, I know. I made I made that meme and sent it to you. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I don't even remember it. It, it has like Ozzy <laughs> and like uh and fucking uh Zach Wilde with the Joker face, and it says we live in a and then it has the black label society logo. I don't remember that. I was I was uh, really bored. I was with this girl helping her buy a Halloween costume, and it took her like two fucking hours. Oh, that sounds terrible. And so, like the entire time, I just sat there, super high out of my there. mind, and made memes. And uh, oh yeah, I've been there too. I was I was not super p- pleased, but I made some some pretty dank memes. Teasing and pleasing, memeing, scheming, society. Dweemin. Mm. Ah. Scheming podcast streaming. Ugh. That's, that's disgusting. That's literally what you do in life, though. Are, you, are you disgusting? <laughs> yes. I'm filth. I don't disagree, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you think you want to die? Um, okay. I we listened to some buckethead albums. I guess some we weird did. ones. I guess we and did. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, we're we're up to fifteen now. Let's yeah, just we, we did 13, we, 14, and fifteen this week. Yeah. Have listened to fifteen buckethead albums. I'd, I'd say we have collectively listened months. to about eight hours worth of buckethead material and like digested right. it and reviewed it, which is like I mean a lot more Buckethead than I ever intended to listen to in um, my adult life. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, like, by choice. Yeah, you know? no, I expected like, I to hear some Buckethead here and there. Yeah, I was going to listen to Electric sure. Tears maybe once every three years or so and be like, yeah, that was pretty yeah. as fuck, dude. That was great. Yeah, it's a good fucking album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I, um, yeah. but then, like, 
back in like July, you posed this idea and I'm like, yeah, that's a shitty idea. We should yeah. probably do it because no one else has done it because it's it's such a and no one else is gonna do it exactly. <laughs> it's such a bad idea that it's a unique idea, and so it's almost kind of good. <laughs> I, you know, that's that's a lot of my ideas. Mm-hmm. No, like and on, really bad. Honestly, well, sort of good. Well, that's the thing is that's honestly what a lot of art and content is. Not necessarily. Oh, yeah. It doesn't For necessarily sure. have to For be sure. like objectively good or like created by like talented minds it just has to be unique right yeah that's true yeah for sure and like i mean what we're doing is incredibly unique in that if you search up buckethead on spotify we are a top five result (laughs) wow which is is that (laughs) is that the streaming service is the podcast is on because i have looked in every single podcast app on my phone really it's on everything and i have like four podcasts it's on everything it's on it's, it's not. It should be. I mean, it's listed on everything. Um, I just. Oh, post- uh, okay. Well, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What is the name of the podcast? Getting with a N, no G, only one G. Is there an apostrophe? No, no apostrophe. So G E T T I N, H E A D. So it's space. Space. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Space. H E A D. And um, uh, the way I put it is um. The name only has one G, just like the podcast. Bitch. Alley G, you mean? I don't. I don't remember his catchphrases. Uh, nice. You know. Okay. The one thing that I remember about mm-hmm. Alley G is in the Alley G movie. Uh, do we talk about the Alley G? I don't think we talk about the Alley G movie. Yeah, we don't, but there's one that's like scene that's almost, that's, good. Not, that's like, yeah, I mean, there, there are the, some The funny scene scenes. where, like, all the dudes show up and they all have their fucked up weird camo. They're all like, wearing, like, pink camo and, like, bright Oh, yeah. Camo. <laughs> yeah that's, that's and they're funny. like, no one will be able to see us because of our camouflage. <laughs> and that's just a funny joke. I, yeah, it's, yeah. That is, is like, yeah. undeniably funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Camo is, uh, I, I love, like, when people just wear camo and I'm like... Are are you a uh, a tactical grocery clerk like, <laughs> <laughs> or just like into death metal? <laughs> like, yeah, like that, that's what that's the funniest archetype for camo for me mm. is like, like camo shorts death metal guy is like somebody that you know, like everyone knows a camo shorts oh, death metal guy. What, like, what's the meme? It's like slam metal was just created by the camo shorts industry in order to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Young no, people. I think it's uh, the the camo shorts industrial complex or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, right. death metal was just invented to sell camo shorts. That's about right. Pretty yeah. good. That's an amazing meme. Whoever That's... made that is cool. Yeah, probably not, but you know they're funny at <laughs> least. They could be cool. They could. They be. could be cool. They could be potentially. Probably I not mean, though. Probably just funny and dumb. I'm assuming cool intent. Cruel intent is that? Uh, yeah. Is that like cruel intentions? No, but what the about movie cool... with Sarah Michelle Gellar and was it Ryan, Ryan Felipe? Was he in that one or was that? Um... Oh wow, that's that's a deep pull, dude. I don't. I barely. It, remember it was the one about the the step siblings, and she's like, uh, "If you do this thing, right? If you, if you like seduce this girl, you can have me any hole." And I'm like, <laughs> "Wait, what? Did she say that?" She does. She That's does. an incredible line. I know. Um, <laughs> or, or like any hole you want or something like that. And I'm like, 
Like, I'm, I'm like 12 or 13 at the time, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah. Any hole. Sick. Wow. Sick. That is, that's a very, like, 13-year-old boy, like, oh, my God moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh I, my God. <laughs> perhaps I could fuck my stepsister in the butt. Cool. That's why all this shit exists now, right? It's that 100%. movie. 100%. Cruel Intentions. Yeah. Cruel Intentions, like, paved the way for modern pornography. Um, it, it's super, actually, so that whole thing is actually super interesting to me. So... Um, in order to make absolutely sure that they're like abiding by like pornography laws in every state, every pretty much every single um, like professional pornography studio that makes uh, like step whatever porn, uh, they have to mention three times that they're not actually related or they're that they're only related in a step sense. Like mentioned how? Like just with like a title card? Uh, like, I don't know, like, it's it's just kind of a rule that they have to mention it three times, and so I think it's actually, like, vocal. They're like, oh, you're my stepbrother, though. Oh, stepbrother, it's so good. Oh, my stepbrother just came all over my face. <laughs> I love these quotes. These are, Correct I'm just quotes from making, these making these off the fucking top of my head, dog. Sure, off the dome, as, they mm-hmm. say, as the kids yes. say. Skiing um, off the dome. That's un- what they under say. the dome, as Stephen King wrote. Oh, my God. Have you watched that show? I didn't. No, I started reading the so, book, and I'm like, this is way too fucking long. So, no. I have watched most of the show. And it's got that guy in it. He plays... From, from Breaking Bad? Yeah. From Bald Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he's in there. Hank, he Hank plays from a, Bad. He's great. He's a he's a bad guy in that show. Interesting. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. 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 I think. I actually really don't remember that show. <laughs> anyway. uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, here's an interesting thing. Um, the showrunner for the first season of that show is uh, the dude who wrote Why the Last Man and a bunch of other comics. He's like a really prolific comic book writer. I forget his name. Interesting. I got to look it up. Um, cool. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn. That's who I'm thinking. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn uh, is the the showrunner of Under the Dome for the first season. He stays on as like an executive producer throughout the mm-hmm. rest of the run of the show, but he is apparently not the showrunner after the first season. Interesting. Just crazy. Yeah. Because like, I don't know. That dude has written a lot of good-ass comic books. Like, good-ass good comic, comic books. books. Ass comic ass books, dude. Com- and good mm, ones. Good-ass. Fuck, yeah. Who has, Highly who has, recommend- who has that, the best-ass in the comic world? Let's talk about that. Uh, Dr. Manhattan gets uh, my vote. Dr. Manhattan sure. has a fucking tight butt. And that big blue dong, dude. You just love to see it. Yeah, no, it's it's he's, 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 he's got a tasty bot, dog. I'd suck his dick. Did you, did you watch the show yet? You watched- oh yeah, the show was amazing. I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. I liked like like, but imagine like what what does he come like? Do you think like when he comes, he just like plutonium? Does it like blast your face across the universe, or what the fuck happens there? Yeah, death. Yeah, just instant death. Well, no, because I, I would imagine with his power set, he could probably control his cum. He could probably make Ooh, his cum do whatever he wants. Right, and so he so, could like, come he, whenever he, he, he probably, wants. Then yeah. yeah. He could probably do whatever. He could probably also just choose not to come. Yeah. 
Or, yeah. or, or you could be fucking him and be like, I want you to come. And he'll be like, I already came two centuries ago. And then it like goes back, <laughs> goes back to like the 1800s and he just and like just shows like, up and goes, eh! and he just <laughs> disappears. And uh, fucking Andrew Jackson's like, what the fuck was that shit? Yeah. And then Andrew Jackson's like, this is why we gotta kill Indians! And, uh, <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> that dude really hated Indians. He killed a lot of Indians. Because uh, he was up. He was a terrible, terrible fucking person. And a shit yeah. president. Um, yeah. 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 Hate to see that, right? Like, yeah. That's not good. Okay, we listened to three Buckethead albums. Let's talk about that. No. Um, no, we're not going to. This is the goddamn second time you've done it. What are you doing with your life? You forgot again. What is it time for? It's not time to talk about the albums. Oh, fuck. What okay, is it time right. for? Brit. Yeah? Brit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's time for a Bucket Fact. Yeah, it is! Bucket Fact! So, last time I promised I would talk about Buckethead and uh, his relationship with Disney. Right. I'm so excited to hear right, that. Right, right. So, uh, as I mentioned before, uh, Buckethead actually grew up um, very close to Disneyland, like within a few miles of the actual park. And Whereabouts in California is that? Uh, I I don't remember. It's like SoCal somewhere. It's somewhere around LA. Um, okay. Or Santa Cruz or some shit like that. Um, so apparently, reportedly, he's been to Disneyland over five hundred times in his life. That's more than most people. Yeah, that's that's like borderline <laughs> obsessive. But if you live in the area, I guess it's like yeah, whatever. However, um. <clears throat> I think he is maybe mildly obsessed with it in that uh, in 1997, he started recording an album called Buckethead Plays Disney, uh, in which he just like plays Disney Wait. themes. However, sorry, he's, when, when was this? When was 1997 this? is when he started okay. recording it. He's still not okay. finished it. Oh, no. Right. And so um, I have a quote from him on this. And uh, he says, um, this highly anticipated album once listed in an Avent catalog, has yet to be completed. Uh, it's the most precious personal project, and I won't record or release it until I know it's ready. It is slated for release sometime before the burial ritual. <laughs> Which is not the name of an album, Just he says just yeah, the burial ritual. No, I'm sure he did. Um, so th- this is the sort of shit that I... The like about Buckethead. Um, it goes deeper. The burial Uh-oh. ritual is this. Okay. Another Buckethead quote. I like Disneyland. I want to be buried there. Parts yes. of me in It's a Small World, parts in Haunted Mansion, and parts in Pirates of the Caribbean. Plus parts in Tokyo Disneyland, Euro Disneyland, and Florida Disney World. There are enough bones to go around. Is Buckethead just you from the future? I mean, <laughs> like that, that, it, it's like some of these weird ideas. I'm like, this is great. Yeah, right. And so, and so, <laughs> here's the thing: is like, I mean, I, I've got the personal theory that you're Buckethead, and I think oh, you've shit. got the personal theory that I'm Buckethead in a wig. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We'll we'll find out. Maybe. 
Someday. Maybe the real Buckethead is the friends we made along the way. Yeah, maybe maybe the real Buckethead is the bucket within. Will the real Buckethead please stand up? Please stand up. So it goes so much deeper, um, but I'm going to just leave it with, with this. Um, so uh, a pike he released in May 8th, 2015 called Haunted Roller Coaster Chair has a like track listing. the chair? Yeah, yeah. And um, so, so it has nine tracks on it, uh, and they're just one word apiece. And the tracks are Any Volunteers, A Ghost Will Fall Low You Home. And Any Volunteers and A Ghost Will Fall You Home are both two lines uh, that are included in the um haunted mansion ride in disneyland wow and so this this is definitely an album based entirely on the haunted mansion ride in disneyland i'm excited to listen to that one. which pike yeah, number is that Ooh, i don't even know it's it's got to be in like um so it's it's one of the 2015 ones which is the year he made like a hundred some of them so it's got to be probably up in the mm, i'm gonna say 80 to like a hundreds it's, uh, okay. it's definitely up there. I mean, we're, wow. we're probably not going to get there for a while, but we'll get there. Well, we're not there. No. But we, we did make some progress on We did. Class. We did. We uh, we listened to Pikes yeah. 13, 14, and 15. Yes, we oh, did. Oh, man. Uh, so do you do you want to just... Okay. Wait, let me... Let me, uh, okay. let me, let me so get let me, actually, let, could, could, could we hold up? Okay. I would like to All get right. another beer and take a dab before we start talking about Pike 13, because Pike 13 was something... Else. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Just a moment. Okay. Musical break. 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 Musical break, musical break, musical break, musical break, musical break. Please leave that in. Yo, what up? Uh, Bazinga.com. .edu. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Bazinga.biz, dummy. Biz.inga. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the tiger, yo, he's a rough 
I liked what you did there. Yeah. Like no one's gonna know that you did that, but exactly. I think it was cool. Cool. Thanks, dog. Let's leave a mystery about it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just gonna actually like fade up on this part, and so you're gonna talk about how I did something really cool, and then I'm gonna talk about yeah. it, and everyone's gonna be super confused. Anyway. Yep. We listened to Pike thirteen. Uh and Pike thirteen is titled Pike thirteen. It was released it on it's it's untitled, but it's also called Pike Thirteen. Um, on his sure. website, uh, where you would usually have an album cover, it just says Thirteen. Um, it was released on May Thirteenth, Twenty Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad that you brought that up because I wrote that down too. Yeah, I I I, oh, was, that I mean the, I was the, like, the release oh, date was very intentional. I mean, unless he could have released it on. Also would have made sense uh, January 13th, 2013. No, January 13th, 2014, because then it would have been 13, 13, 14. No, that wouldn't have worked either. No, I guess this is pretty much the best he could have done, let's be honest. Um, So So it's 03, 13, 13. Yeah. Or 13, 03, 13. Uh, no, no, five, thirteen, thirteen. Oh yeah, I'm dumb. Wait, what? No, it's I'm cool. Fine. I I, I always get March and May mixed up. Also, and yeah, yeah, because yeah. April is like my birthday, and so I I'm like yeah, yeah. I stay in April, and then like March and May are like what the <laughs> fuck ever months, and so sometimes yeah. I forget which one's which. Um, it's good. Sure. There, yeah, there's yeah, only two M months. Yeah, there's no yeah. November. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. So yeah. so first, uh, I want to actually talk about the the cover art of this um i don't know if you okay. got to see the cover art did you uh the photo of him and his dad is is actually is it actually a photo of him and his dad i didn't actually research this i, I i'm pretty sure because it's like a kid holding a well, guitar yeah, like, yeah. Hugging so it, it's um, a father figure right yeah so i i wrote here uh the cover art is the first to completely disclude both a title and the comic book like aesthetic of it yeah. You know, oh, yeah. With like yeah, the, for sure. the, yeah. the album number in there. Instead, what we get is um, what appears to be a father who's like kind of a more maybe Hispanic or Italian guy. Yeah. Uh, hugging with a mustache. Who? Who? Yeah. Like with a big hair. mustache. Yeah, yeah. Mustache, black hair, very like a uh, 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 Mario. Yeah. Looking like a yeah. Mario looking guy. Like a Mario looking guy. Uh, you know, we're not sure who he is, but then he's hugging who I presume is his son. And presumably a young Buckethead who is holding a guitar in one of his hands. Yeah. And, and you know, in that context, like, if he's, like, a picture of him hugging his dad, which is, like, he's actually not wearing, you know, the mask or the, uh, the bucket in this photo, like, that makes this, I think, like, kind of super personal. Yeah, it, it really, like, and the, the music itself feels more personal. Oh, and like the music itself the, was well, like, something before we get different. into that like yeah. the, just with the album cover like it definitely evoked something different like immediately yeah. upon seeing it i was like oh yeah what I is had, this i had feelings i was different. like huh yeah right right and honestly the music reflects that this it, is something it different does. absolutely this is this is um you know i thought uh when we listened to empty space which was uh what pike was that? That was um, four, three. Oh uh, no, six. It was a little. 
I'm just making up numbers now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, th- those numbers all exist. So you're not making them up, but, uh, or not not empty space. Um, <laughs> Shut up. Look Fuck up you. there. Look up there is the one I'm, I'm thinking of. Uh, that was number. Right. Yeah. What was that? Um, number six. Wait, no, number five. Uh, so, yeah. Since Pike Five, I haven't heard like, you know. A ton more like super interesting stuff from him, but Pike Thirteen is fucking phenomenal. I will say it is hands down my favorite Pike so far. It is fucking good. So mm-hmm. I also feel that way about another one of the albums that we listened oh, to today. No. But not this one. And not I know. the next one. It's it's Viewmaster. Well, Viewmaster is good. No, the next one's interesting. Yeah. We'll talk about it. It's like yeah. it's it's yeah. No. Yeah, no. let's not get into that. So like un- untitled though. I'm just gonna call I, it I'm, untitled. I'm calling it Pike 13 because it's Pike number um, 13. That's the easiest way to okay. I mean, yeah, call it. Um so sure. so Pike Pike 13 is quite an interesting mm-hmm. piece of music. It it is very it is very, yep. very, very melodic. Mm-hmm. It is very mellow. It is very like mm-hmm. focused. I feel like it is is about evoking like an emotional yeah core. It, it's made it from one about, place. You know, I one of the notes that I wrote down here is could easily have tracks from this on a piece no exactly no and actually collection. so um this this one honestly I felt the most Will Ackerman it, this this would feel perfect on a Wyndham Hill record from like maybe the early nineties. Not, not explain. Oh yeah. What, so I, oh, yeah. Wyndham so, Hill so Wyndham Hill is know. a, um, a record label that was started by Will Ackerman, uh, who's an incredible new age guitarist. Uh, I believe sometime in the mid seventies. You heard that correctly. New, New age, age guitarist. guitarist. Yeah, and it, it, it happens. And, and um, so Will Ackerman, and I believe I talked about this on an earlier episode, maybe one or two. Yeah. A little. Yeah. A little, um, we mentioned Will, Will Ackerman, Ackerman before, and yeah. Buckethead have collaborated before. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, like, um, and so Will Ackerman, um, God, he created this record label that, like, uh, helped bring rise to, like, huge stars like... Um, you know, Yanni, Alex DeGrassi, uh, George Winston, uh, Michael Manring, you know, just to name a few. Um, I uh, love that Manring, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kronos Quartet oh, yeah. was a big part of that, too. Like, uh, I got uh, a Manring under my bed. Oh, yeah. I got a cock Manring. <laughs> what? Keeps me extra hard. You, you love to see that. <laughs> I know you're ready. You're always ready to blow. Well, you know, William T. Riker, Energy Dog. Love to see it. Uh, so, anyways, Pike Thirteen was really good. It I was liked it fantastic. A bunch. I loved. Um, it's a really let's cool talk about album. the songs on it. Um, so, 
Uh, did you have any like standout tracks or anything like that? Uh, I really liked tracks six and seven. So six six uh, was the longest track on the album. That was a nine minute track. Um, and it's it's a very nice song for yeah. one of the pieces that has a full band. Not all of the pieces do. No, no. So, I, so I don't the, necessarily I don't necessarily mm-hmm. think that because it has a full band, it's better in mm-hmm. any way. I just I yeah. I liked it as yeah. a piece with a full band so for Buckethead. Th- it was very melodic and that was actually the first track with a full band on the entire yeah. album. So the first five uh-huh. tracks are just mostly guitars, sometimes bass and keyboards, but mostly just guitars. Um, and guitar effects and like ambience and it's uh, excuse me burp. you're not excuse I, I know so yeah the, the, the first uh, five tracks are just fucking beautiful and super atmospheric remind me a lot of Will Ackerman um, and just like Wyndham Hill stuff in general uh, but you know it, it points much darker like, like, he definitely mm-hmm. explores some more dark ambience in this. Not like, you know, the dark industrial... Dark ambient. Amb- not like the dark industrial ambient that we <laughs> call dark ambient now, but, like, more dissonant and uh, minor key ambient stuff, which you don't hear sure. a lot with a lot of ambience, you know? Uh, let me ask you a question. What's up? Do you think that we're going to get a Dungeon Synth album out of this? I think we have to at this point because, like, I, I think we have to, yeah, right? No, I, that has to happen. I, I, I can't imagine a lot. I, I don't think we're going to get like a country album out of this, but I can't imagine a whole lot of genres we're not going to get at least a somewhat concentrated effort on a specific genre on. Sure, right? and like if he explores that more melodic mm-hmm. side, like I could definitely see like a very dungeon synth esque right. thing happen. One, one thing I'm actually surprised we haven't heard yet is like a an app a pure funk album and not like, or just like more keyboards in general. Like yeah. he uses mm-hmm. electronics a lot, but mm-hmm. like it's very minimalist or it's yeah. very from the perspective of like, this is supporting the thing I'm doing. Right. And it's, not like this is the main thing. So, I'm so doing. the thing is too, like, yeah, every album he's made has had guitar on almost every single track, if not every single track. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for him to maybe change that up. I want to hear... Honestly, I would love to hear a, a pure bass album from Buckethead. Oh I my think God, that would be, be amazing. amazing. To, like, yes, I, would love I, to I think like him forcing himself to like get in that creative space with a bass would actually... Like, I think he could fuck shit up. But yeah, I, don't, I don't think it he... Fun. Yeah, but he hasn't taken any kind of risks like that yet. This album is great. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pike 13 is just... Fan fucking tastic! I can't say enough good things about it. I'll definitely like listen yeah. to it again. Um, yeah, yeah, that was like one of the first ones that I've heard in this thing where I was like, "Hey, mm-hmm. I, I might listen to this again. This this is pretty cool." Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah track six. You're you're right. Like I really loved that track. Um, the chord yeah. progression on it was like just really super super melodic and modal um it, like yeah, the almost, super melodic the yeah. almost the entire uh song was like g major into f minor into e minor back into d major for turnaround and uh like the song ended like just kind of condensing that into g major with e minor and it was like super fucking pretty like the th- the whole pretty, thing yeah. was pretty as fuck. Like it was, it was just a really nice chord progression, and some really nice leads and solos right over it. 
Yeah, yeah, like um, super melodic, super tasteful, yeah. like really like, and, and like the the mix on it is really good. Right, too. Like yeah. The drums are oh, really yeah. subdued. Yeah, the subs like are, the drums are like really mm-hmm. like they're supporting it, but they're not like a lot of room driving, noise, but you know, not a lot like of direct yeah. noise. Yeah, it's really good. Totally, really it's, good. It's really good. It, yeah, yeah, really interesting. Yeah, and that, that uh, yeah. I I like the song that came after it a lot too. Uh, we should also mention that this album does not have song titles. No, no, so when yeah. We, when we say track six and track seven, we're literally saying track six and track seven. Those are the, the, the song songs titles. from this album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and track seven, I, I liked a lot too because it's more of like uh, there there's some like backing stuff in it, but it's it's another like very like single guitar centric song, mm-hmm. but it's like a really beautiful riff and it's like a, a really interesting like melody and it's it's just a, a cool use of like a guitar in in a, in a musical yeah. context. Like it, it was just really an interesting piece, like mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. I really liked it. What do you uh what do you think this would be a good soundtrack to? You know, like this is one of those things where it's like it's so melodic. Like as I said before, like like a pure moods. Like mm-hmm. a, like a, I could see it on a on a nineties infomercial like like soothing playlist. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can agree with that. So um I I I wrote that I actually don't want it to be the soundtrack to anything because it's just so yeah, good. Yeah, because it does feel like it, very it's like it, no, um, yeah, and it's it's so much like of an album that it shouldn't be like tracking something. But if it was, uh, I think it'd be like actually really good for like guided meditation or maybe like a really intense like Bikram yoga type thing or massage. Yeah, yeah, it'd actually yeah. be a oh yeah. Like great I didn't think about that. Music. Yeah, this would be yeah. a great deep massage session right here. This yeah, is yeah, you're sure. you're right. Okay, that's the winner. This is definitely a <laughs> massage album. The next album okay, okay. is not a I, fucking I'm massage album. I'm taking over here. Yeah. Pike 14. The Mark of Davis, right? Okay. The Mark of the Davis. First, is that what it's called? The Mark, the Mark, the Mark of, Davis. of Davis. And can we talk about this title real quick? Because I don't know if you know. Because this has to have this has to be a dig on Jim Davis of Garfield. No, that's name. That's right. what you might think. I actually came with some some um, some facts about this, though. So Mark Davis uh, might refer to two different people. Um, one of them was a longtime animator for Disney, but uh, his name was M.A.R.C. Davis. Um, okay. And so there could be a Disney connection there. The other connection that could be made is Mark Davis is the owner of um, the Las Vegas Raiders, who were formerly the Oakland Raiders. And being okay. from California and into sports, um, you know, it, it, that there could be the connection there. However, Buckethead has never made it very clear that he's very into football. Um, and so I kind of doubt that. I think the connection can be made much better to the Disney animator, Mark Davis. But even then... It could just be a fucking whatever. I just made this up then. Or Garfield. Because Jim Davis. Or Garfield. The creator of Garfield. Because of Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield. Who's from Indiana, by the way. And uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, I will include this on our uh, our links. Um, uh-huh. When Mike Pence was just a lowly uh, congressman or oh, senator yeah, from Indiana... He he celebrated the anniversary of Garfield on on the congressional floor, 
Uh-huh. Which, I know. which is. <laughs> it's the most. I'm, I'm t- I'm, like, it's like the most meta meme bullshit. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. Like you watch it and you're like, this, this actually happened. And this is why I don't believe you know in what, God. <laughs> you know what it makes me want? You know what, you know what it makes me think? It makes me think Brit. We live in a black label society. We really do, man. Stoned and drunk, completely gone. Yeah, dude. Black Label Society. BLS. Yeah, dog. Suck this blessed hell dick. SDMF, <laughs> sucking dick motherfucker. <laughs> oh. I should say that to the next person I see wearing uh, Black Label Society. Yeah, you colors. should. You should go up to him and be like, "Yeah, high five, sucking dick. Hell yeah, I'm a sucking dick motherfucker too." Be like, Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Black Lives Society. High five. <laughs> Black Lives Society. <laughs> we made this joke before, haven't we? I don't think we have actually. Are you sure? Because wow. Yeah. I kind of want to make that shirt and then just have all the proceeds go to. Some kind of positive thing, just just pretty much to Black Lives Matter, probably. Because like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, like, totally. Like just yeah. what whatever the preeminent yeah. one is, preeminent charity. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Pike fourteen R- is no. We're, we're talking about Pike fourteen. Yeah, the Mark of Davis. Yeah, this album is weedily, weedily guitar wank wank bullshit, <laughs> like. Entirely so much to so much so that like the rest of the instruments don't matter no. in this album. There's, there's like, so there, much there guitar, are songs so much that tapping. are just just like chromatic guitar shredding and mm-hmm. like maybe a drum beat. Like yeah. that's it. I mean, well, for like minutes. The thing is, like, I I feel like he tries to really switch it up in this album because like he'll do like a weedly noodly thing for like two minutes and then he'll go into like just bass and drums and and then he'll just go back into weedly noodly weedly noodly and i'm like oh cool so it's um i i didn't i didn't love this album i didn't love it either it's not it's one of my least favorite pikes Honestly. Yeah, and so so and and like God, the production on it was really weird, and like, uh, how do I? Um, it was really weird. It so, sounded like he was recording from outside the studio. Yeah, no, exactly. So I said uh, everything is. I both, think it was intentional, but everything. It was weird. Yeah, everything sounded like both really compressed, but also quiet, and the guitar was obviously mic'd in everything in a way that like I feel it hasn't been done before, like. A lot of times you can tell he's definitely going direct in because like the effects are super heavy or he's like doing the like going in through like the effects out on his um, on his amp or something. But but this album specifically it's probably just going direct into a DAW, you know, it's like but yeah. this one like it's OK. This is what it sounded like to me. Mm-hmm. There were songs on this album where it sounded like he recorded a whole thing but mm-hmm. then just muted all the rhythm tracks and bass tracks and just kept the lead guitar and drums yeah it's like it right. felt like he muted the other parts mm-hmm. of the song like, like and there there are parts of the recording where you can hear other parts playing like in the background like very quietly and i'm like 
what is happening? This it, is g- this album is so weird. G- given that there were there was some cool fucking riffage and like actually some sure. decent songs yeah. on here. Like Ricochet was pretty cool. Uh, the the opening track. Um, yeah, there was a uh, a lot of like harmonized tapping, and uh, you know, then like three minutes of solo, which is whatever. Um, and then uh, both uh, there was also track four, Chicken Fant. And track eight, oh yeah, Elif Chicken. Down. Both yeah. were were pretty interesting and kind of like I feel played off each other really well. Um, they were interesting, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, on just uh, the only song I really actually like liked on here, I'd say was Death Star Surface, which was track six. Uh, yeah, it started out with like just a basically death metal song, and then. It just went into weird proggy stuff and uh, some riffs, and then it ended in a really death metal way. And it wasn't like it wasn't too long, it wasn't too much, it wasn't too masturbatory. Yeah, it, it was. That was the one song that had a couple of like Megadeth riffs. Yeah, and I was like, I literally made a note that said Megadeth riffs. <laughs> like it's like there are parts on that album mm-hmm. where I definitely was like, oh cool, Megadeth riffs. Yeah. Uh, but, like, so this is the first, or maybe not the first, but this is one of those Buckethead releases that just makes me think, like, hey, you know, there's so much of this. This is one of the ones you don't need to listen to. Yeah, but no, I would, I would like... It's, I'm not saying it's bad. No. Like, I didn't think it was bad. It's just, it's not, it's not one of the best ones. No, this is, this, this might be on, this is on my bottom three so far, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, would I mean, in, in this, in in that, uh, in the same breath, Pike thirteen, and the next one, Viewmaster, yeah. are probably on my top, top three. Top tier, yeah, yeah. top tier, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, this one, I felt like this one is the perfect soundtrack to like a Duke Nukem knockoff game yeah. in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just like it's like butt rock guitar solos and fucking Megadeth riffs. Yeah. And that's the soundtrack to all those nineties shooter games. It's yeah. Like, I feel that. So, so butt riffs, dude, and like. That's cool. Butt riffs are cool sometimes. Yeah. But a lot of butt riffs. So there were a lot of butt riffs, but everything else that wasn't butt riffs was a lot of crazy tapping stuff. Right? Yeah, it was like and so, kind of a lot to and listen so to. I'm going to expound on what you said. I'd say this would be a great soundtrack to Doom if all of the enemies were arachnids. Okay. Just like a spider doom game, because spider doom. Okay, it, it, it. it reminds me in a way a lot of. Um, I, I think the track was called Spider Wall. Do you remember that track? It yeah, was, yeah, um, I remember that song from like a previous. It yeah. was on uh, Look Up There, was it not? It, uh, gosh. Or no, that wasn't. Like I can it. never remember. Um, yeah, it's hard to remember. I know there's so. I, oh, I wrote so it it's down. on. Uh, it's on racks. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, Spider Wall track seven on racks, uh, which is. Number, what, uh, eight? Yeah. Pike eight. Pike eight track seven. Uh, Spider Wall. A lot of, a lot of the tapping stuff on here reminded me of that because it was like weird and dissonant, but kind of cool at times, but mostly just way too much of it. And so, uh, Pike 14, you're dismissed. But Pike 15, (laughs) Viewmaster, released on June 8th. 2013 honestly really good one of, 
one of the strongest pikes. One of the strongest. This is definitely like, probably my number three pike. Yeah. Like, this is, look, look up there is going to be my number two. Viewmaster is my number three. And, uh, it, you know, Pike 13 is my number one. Pike 13 is so goddamn yeah. good. But Pike 15, Viewmaster, also great. Really good. Yeah. Uh, like, what's really... Okay, I liked a lot of things about this album. One of the things I liked a lot was that the first song is, like, just a classic, like, Buckethead metal song. And mm-hmm. it's, like, cool. It has some cool riffs. It, like, has, like, a nice little progression in the beginning that I thought yeah. was fun. And it's, like, a cool, like, nice and compact little metal song. And you're like, oh, okay, Buckethead's making, a like, a metal thing. Mm-hmm. And it, but it's, like, very melodic and whatnot. And then no metal for the rest of the album. Yeah. Like, no, straight like, up. So, at all. And so, so uh, actually, can I, can I, can I back up real quick and give a little more information on this album? So Please. it was originally re- uh, released as uh, Pike 15 uh, with just, I mean, there was the, um, it said Buckethead Land on the top and the art had the thing in the corner, uh, like a comic book where it said, you know, number 15. However, uh, this album was originally untitled when it was released, and it actually wasn't titled by him until almost three years later uh, when he re-released it digitally on March 31st, 2016. At that point, he titled it Viewmaster. Uh, you know, perhaps out of, huh. you know, and that's the, um, there's a titular track, number five on there, Viewmaster, and Maybe he just really connected with that or something, but it actually wasn't originally titled, which I find interesting. That is really interesting. Good to know. Hmm. Like, I, I, that makes sense. Like, I feel like the titles in a lot of his music really don't matter at all. No. You know, it's like just, it's just for like reference purposes. It's like, this is that song called this. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all just buckethead songs. Yeah, you know? yeah. Another and, and you know, and you you gotta wonder like how much thought. Well, that's the thing with musicians is sometimes like the title is their art that they're adding to the song. And sometimes it's just like, well, I mean, that's kind of what I saved it as is the first place. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> and you know, it's the name. Yeah. That's the name of the project file. Exactly. Like, and, and you, yeah, you look at like Aphex Twin, and you know, his songs like DLP dot fourteen dot eight, and you know, that was just what he originally titled it as because he has so many fucking files on his computer. Um, Mm -hmm. But then, you know... Richard D. Computer. Richard D. James (laughs) Pewter. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Viewmaster is super cool. It's super diverse. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, starts off with, like, a banging metal song, like, a good Buckethead Mm -hmm. metal song, but then goes into, like, 70s folk rock type. Right, so... so so really pretty, like mm-hmm. melodic leads. And the, and and the first two cool songs, uh, Puzzle Box and Ran, were like definitely like companion songs. And they, they both had like very similar chord progressions. I think it was like a B flat, A flat, G flat, which was really cool. Um, cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was really great. And then um, uh, track three, Pull Out Drawer. Actually, so what I wrote on that is um, Certified Freak. Seven days a week, cheap ass steel slides make that pull out drawer weak. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> That's great though. I love that. That's uh, fun. But no, it was like uh really it was like acoustic guitar with uh piano like super deep bass notes, like piano hitting like uh uh like A zero like and shit like that, like Ooh, super yeah. deep bass notes on piano. They they got all yeah. like gritty and shit. Um, and, but yeah, also like, bass playing like lower mid bass parts, which was pretty cool. 
And the whole song was like really neat and dark. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I liked a lot of this album. I, I would say that this album specifically felt more soundtracky yeah. than a lot of his other stuff. Cause it felt very like, even with the metal song in the beginning, it felt mm-hmm. very concentrated. It right. felt like a very like, Oh, these, these are songs of a similar ish ilk. Mm-hmm. Like they fit very well together as no. a piece of music and the production. And they all felt, yeah. And the production was good, and it mm-hmm. felt like they could be themes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, like there, like uh, one of the songs I wrote down was called Dragon Shield. Yeah, no, that and was like, a really good track eight, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it felt like it could be a theme. It had mm-hmm. like a really nice melody. It was really yeah. good. It was a, it was a, uh, like, and a lot of this is like just acoustic backing with clean leads and some like really mm-hmm. nice drums, and that's, that's a, that's, you know. A, totally. Like, you know what it, mm-hmm. it reminded me a lot of? It reminded me, it, one of the notes I wrote down here was, this should have been the soundtrack to Borderlands 3. It has the vibe of, like, dusty desert rock with, like, Really? Because I feel like a lot guitars. of it is, like, really happy. And I, I yeah, never, but it, never really like, played it, Borderlands 3, but, like, um, so... That's like, the kind tra- of vibe of that game. Oh, like, tr- that, tr- that kind of music, that, like, dusty, like, acoustic guitars uh-huh. with, like electric leads over them yeah. like it's because that I, kind of vibe i wrote uh so so um for uh track four early coin was actually my favorite track of any of these three albums it's a good um, one and uh it's just like a really nice like gosh darn happy acoustic song mm-hmm. and uh it, it kind of sounds like a paul simon composition and I wish to God I could fucking stop talking about Paul Simon on this goddamn podcast yeah, wh- because I don't really happening? listen to Paul Simon and I'm not a goddamn Paul Simon fan. You know, Bookends is an all right album. Simon and Garfunkel album. That's a good one. No, I like a good that one. one. No, they, they have some Outside good albums. Of that, um, you know. No, no. Uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water is fantastic. Yeah, but what about that one one song? The graduate uh, soundtrack? Get fucking out of here. That's great. But what about that song he wrote about his daughter? That's a good one. You know the one? The one that they play in the the grocery stores sometimes? Like, he wrote wrote it about his daughter. It's on the Wild Thornberries soundtrack. I know where you live. It's. (laughs) I'm going to park outside and wait. I'm going to wait. I love it. Just you wait. You some bitch. Come at me, bro. I will. Oh, come on, you bro. <laughs> oh no. Only if Paul Simon's playing. <laughs> get a, the get only a, way it's okay. Gonna watch you come. Gonna watch you squirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Wonderful. Uh hey, if you're gonna listen to Buckethead, I would say listen to Viewmaster or 13. Yeah. No, View, View, Viewmaster, I'd say, is like a good starting point for a casual listener. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, thir- 13 is like a, a little deeper. Like if you're into ambient music and shit or yeah. like new age music, oh, yeah. start with 13. Yeah. Uh, but 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 like you and I know like two people who are. So probably <laughs> start with Pike 15, Viewmaster, because uh, it's like it's it's, yeah. it's it makes me happy. It's good. Yeah, it's a good one. It's really yeah, it's clean, fun. big sounding. Uh, you know what? I'd say it would be um, it would be a really good soundtrack to something like fucking inspiring, like something that sure. like Red Bull produced, <laughs> like a, a documentary that like culminates with something somebody like doing something like world bending, like yeah, yeah, you know, jumping off of the fucking 
space station or some shit like that. Yeah, jumping like, off the space station, masturbating on the way down. Oh, oh yeah, really? with, a, with, with a GoPro on their dick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah there you go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. On their like, hands. Why is, why no, no, the on their hands sh- so you can, like, see the, the hand going up so and down. <laughs> is that, like, the, the gravity? And, like, no, I was baiting hard. I was... Why would you? Like, uh, if I if I was uh, if I was a character, I'd be Norman Bates. Yeah, you would, for like a lot of reasons. I meant that to be a joke, Spencer. <laughs> I know. I know. No. No. Yeah. No, so no, I'm not joking about being outside your house. <laughs> so, buckethead. Buckethead, uh, would you mind if I take a pee-pee real quick? Because we've been recording for an hour and a half almost. I know. Like, most of that was not talking about Buckethead, too, which is great. This Rainier that I just went and got has been in my fridge longer than any other thing in my fridge. (laughs) I mean, I didn't realize it was there. It was like way buried behind everything. Like it's been this like lone Rainier for like ages. The lone Rainier. (laughs) The lone Rainier and Tonto. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's a lone ranger joke. Uh, well, yeah, this Lone Rainier, it sure tastes like Rainier. I haven't had a Rainier in a real long time. My goodness. Wow, that tastes like Rainier. Yep. Not a fan. Uh, Yeah, you know, I kind of like, I liked Rainier a lot for a long time. and like Me too, I've, and I don't know why. I've recently just kind of turned on it. I don't know, like, every time I have a Rainier now, I'm like, oh, this tastes like I'm killing time at a bar. <laughs> like... <laughs> This tastes like I'm waiting for a band I don't like to finish. Oh, absolutely! This <laughs> like is, this, ooh, this, this is this is this is uh, this tastes like uh, I want to be close. I, I want to be up front, but I don't like the band so much, so I want to drink. But the crowd is rowdy, so I don't want beer in a glass. Yeah, it, it there's there's this there's this very familiar flavor of warm Rainier, mm-hmm. like like the warm Rainier residue at the bottom of a can, like yeah. always reminds me of like, oh, I'm miserable at a show. Yeah, <laughs> like, every time I taste that, I'm like, oh, I'm miserable at a show, and then I'm like, wait, shows don't exist anymore. <laughs> uh, hopefully, Rainier <laughs> won that battle. Okay, <laughs> Rainier wins every battle. I don't know if you've ever tried to fight Rainier, but it always fucking wins, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Britt, bro, like, you, you can go first. Recommend me something. What you got? Um, I'm going to recommend a book because I like, I like okay. books. And I just, um, I bought a book again. And I believe I bought this book for, like, the eighth time now. 
because it's a book that I always give away. But it's such a powerful, meaningful book to me. Speaking of which, do you have a copy of House of Leaves I could borrow? So, I recommend House of Leaves. (laughs) I knew it. Because... (laughs) I bought it for the eighth time and I gave it to someone. But if you'd like, uh, I would actually really copy. like to read it. That'd be great. Okay. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, I was going to I ask feel like anyway. I've given you a copy now. No, no, not me. Yeah. Maybe it was Monty. I don't oh, know. Given, that, I bet. I think it was I've, Monty, actually. I've loaned I bet it he to still like, has it. No, that's it. That's the thing. I've loaned it to like six or seven or eight people, seven people now. And like, it's never come back to me because. It's a fucking book. It's a fucking book, dude. That's cool. It's so I I, w- I would really heavy. like to read that. Like I I haven't read it's that. It's so good. It's um. One of my friends is reading the, that right the, now, and I, I wanted to read it so I could talk to him about yeah. it. Yeah, the yeah the way the way it's written, like I would recommend the way I read it. Uh, I read it over a period of like three days, just like being ultra caffeinated and having like work off. Oh yeah. Um, and it was a I weird work like obsession. A lot too. Wait. <laughs> the, the J isn't <laughs> passive in that it's it's jerk off. Okay. Oh, sorry. It's not a, I did. Not a, I, not I, a, sorry. It's not a Latin word. You know me, always speaking Latin. Ah. <laughs> no, it's like yeah. Come out of the bathroom. Yeah, you were in there for a while. What were you doing? Yeah, working. Can off. I tell you a? St- <laughs> I would say buy yourself a motherfucking label maker. I bought a label maker today. I've been labeling my shit, dude. It's sick. You want to get organized? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting organized as fuck, Derek. Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm like... You're I'm, getting organized as fuck? I am yeah. coming original mm. everywhere. All over this bitch with a label maker. <laughs> uh, I hope you have just like 80 labels that just say, come and just you're putting them everywhere, like every little stain you find, you're like, oh yeah, that's probably some. Up, oh, come, come, and there's people. I need to be able like, to come. Original. What's all this? You're like, I'm, I'm keeping organized. I need to come know. Original, you got to come original. Dude, that song's great. All I like to listen to come original. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else would you do? Well, listen yeah. to this. I'm when I'm working off. Baiting. Yurking off. Yurking. Working off. Sorry about sorry. Sorry about El Banyo. I was Hola. yurking Are we off. off? <laughs> Hey, dude, do you know what the opposite of Insane Clown Posse's violent J is? The passive J. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, don't follow me on the internet, but if you want to, I guess you can. Uh, I'm on Instagram a lot. New Metal Karate Society. Maybe check it out. Maybe don't. Maybe. Um, I'm also on the internet at the Queer Goth. My art is at Britton Reinstraw. 
I have novels too, but I'm not going to tell you how to get them because they suck. Oh, hell yeah. Cyclic by Britton Ryan Straw. You can buy that on Amazon, dog. Like, buy that shit. Yeah. I, I read that shit. Did you? I gave constructive criticism on an early draft of that. Excellent. Novel. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. It was like 10 years uh, ago. The, on, the only, yeah, that was, mm-hmm. yeah. The only constructive criticism I gave you was like, hey, your main character is like a 45, like a mid 40s, like, like scientist type and you you in great detail describe him masturbating to anal porn <laughs> like that is a little weird you should maybe like i don't know i know you do that but like <laughs> and it's in like the first chapter of the book <laughs> I was like, maybe, maybe not the best choice. Cause, oh yeah, cause another character in the movie, or not movie, in, in the book is like, oh, I'm gonna jerk off to this anal porn. Like, there's like multiple characters where you're describing the porn they masturbate to. It's like, that's cool, that's cool. Like, you can talk about that. It's your book, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think I remember. No, I do remember that, and I. I appreciate it. It's, um, I love that it's in an email too. Like what? <laughs> Why? Okay. Uh, so <laughs> you're gonna find that, and we're gonna have an addendum episode where I read your Ooh, constructive actually, criticism no, no. of my novel. I have a better addendum podcast idea. What's that? Where I read to you a short story you emailed me ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes. I really don't want that. It's so good. It's one of my it's one of my favorite stories. It's truly beautiful. I would love to read it for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, this has been Britt. And this is Spencer. You've been listening to Getting Head, a, a bucket, bucket cast. cast. Stay greasy, bucket heads. Namaste.